the Coffee Break Liberty Podcast, Episode 40. Hello and welcome back everybody to the Coffee Break Liberty Podcast with me, your host, Leo Sowers, and the Liberty Dog himself. And we're so glad you're joining us with this week's episode. And before we jump into the topics of this week, I want to remind you guys about the store at coffeebreakliberty.com. So when you go to coffeebreakliberty.com, there is a tab in the upper portion of the page and I want you to click on it. And when you do, you're going to see the best mugs the best t-shirts, the best bumper stickers that you've ever seen because they have the Coffee Break Liberty logo on them. So go to coffeebreakliberty.com and find that store tab, click on it and get yourself a mug. But before you click on that store tab, actually hang out on the coffeebreakliberty.com webpage for about 10 to 15 seconds and you should get hit with a prompt to sign up for the newsletter. And I'm telling you, sign up for that newsletter because one, I'm not going to flood your inbox with newsletters. I've not even sent one out yet. Never. But what you will get when you sign up for that newsletter is a discount code for 10% off of your first order from the coffeebreakliberty.com store. So go to coffeebreakliberty.com, click on that store tab, and yeah, like I said earlier, get yourself a mug. One note too before we jump into this, I want to let all the local people know in Effingham County that the Libertarian Party of Effingham County is going to be having a booth at the Rinkin Spring Fair that runs from the 8th to the 17th. Now, we are mostly going to be set up on the weekends, but come check it out, talk to us, and we would love to talk to you guys, get some free Libertarian Party swag. And hey, if you really like what we're all about, maybe you'll even come on down and join the party. We'd love to see you at the booth at the Rinkin Spring Fair. And in an effort to try and keep this localized this week, or at least for this episode, I want to talk about property rights in Effingham County. So for those that have been in the Facebook groups recently and now reading in the Effingham Herald, we've seen a lot of, how do I want to say, a lot of grievances and a lot of frustration with the fact that a new Dollar General is coming up and plans to be built on some old historic property. There's a lot of calls for the government to step in and stop this, to do something about this, and a lot of calls on the people to do something about this as well. You know, to write some city councilman or to write some county commissioner and put a stop to this. And I'm here to kind of offer the libertarian-esque, libertarian liberty approach to this. And it's not going to be what everybody wants to hear. Because I will admit, let me start off by saying, I, quite frankly, I don't want to see another Dollar General either. I'm tired of seeing them. They're all over the place. But property rights are human rights. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is... You know, with property rights, you have you have a sense of self-ownership. Okay, you own yourself. That's a that's like a understandable right for most people in a free society. You own yourself. That's property rights. 
You own the fruits of your labor. What you create, you own unless, right, you sell that to somebody, which is what most people do, right? Most people sell their labor to somebody else. That's what most people do. That's how most people earn a paycheck. They earn an income. But property rights are human rights. Okay, so we're starting off there. I want to just get that in your head, right? Property rights are human rights. Property rights is where all of this comes from. It's where the non-aggression principle comes from. For those unfamiliar with that, that is simply you will not aggress against other people. You can defend yourself, but you will not initiate aggression towards other people because they too own themselves. Now, this property that is going to be built on has been sold to some commercial entity or somebody selling, renting, or leasing the land, whatever terminology you want you want to use, to Dollar General. That person, that entity, whatever it is, owns the land and they are selling it or Dollar General has bought the land. They own the property. I get it. I get it. I don't want to see another Dollar General. So how do we, how do, how do people of Effingham County stop it? Been seeing a lot of other posts, right? Oh, we don't like all these housing developments coming up. And we like seeing cows in the neighborhood, in, in the fields and all that. And we don't like that people are selling. Well, then go buy the land. That's how you stop it. I mean, sure, yes, you can be upset that somebody sold their land to a housing development and it's now being built upon. But you stop that yourself when you go, if, if you don't want that housing development to be bought or rather be built, then you go buy that land. If not, I'm sorry, you're out of luck, Jack. Hey, I get it. You don't want a housing development. You think that maybe these new housing developments are ruining Effingham County. They're ruining your neighborhood. I empathize with that. I, I may not agree with it, but I empathize with that, right? I understand that you may feel this way. Though I may not agree with that or whatever, but I understand that you can feel that way. So how do you prevent it? You have to take it upon yourself. You can't ask the city. You can't ask Effingham County. You can't ask your neighbors. I mean, unless they all voluntarily do it, but you can't ask the city or the, the county to tax people to you know acquire this property. That's not right. You're Essentially, you're asking some government to steal from your neighbor because you don't want, you know, fill in the blank built. We've seen this suggested in the Effingham Herald. We've seen this suggested in the Facebook groups for the county. Well, the county should do this. The county should have a fund to do that. No, they shouldn't. It should not be on every, you know, maybe some people do want a Dollar General. I guarantee you there are plenty of people that do want a Dollar General because it's going to bring not a whole lot of jobs, but it will bring more jobs to the area. There are, you know, for for a lot of people that are now going to be closer to this new Dollar General, they won't have to go further away. They can now go travel, you know, maybe five minutes instead of 15 minutes or 10 minutes, whatever it is. It's going to cut their commute in half to where, you know, when they need to buy groceries or what have you. So let's let's not deny that there are some benefits to a Dollar General being built. And there are going to be several people that want that Dollar General being built. But it's not upon you. It's not 
your right, rather, to, to demand that the government steal from your neighbor to buy this land. Because that's how we got here in the first place. That land was considered historic land. Nothing happened with it. It went into disrepair, the property on that land, the house on that land, on that property. It went into disrepair. Nothing happened with it. And the county wiped their hands and said, you know what? Take it. They sold it off, right? This is what happened. It got sold off. It got bought. It's leased, whatever it is. A new Dollar General is coming up. And people that had the means to step up and buy this land to prevent things like this from happening aren't doing it. And they're not going to do it in the future. They're going to complain about it. They're going to demand that the county do something. They're going to demand that the city do something. Oh, change the zoning laws. Yeah, the last, you know, big zoning enforcement that Guyton came up with was no chain link fences. Or was it for chain link fences? Does it really matter? What insanity is that? It had something to do to do with chain link fences to try and attract a McDonald's or something along those lines. We don't need these government stooges trying to dictate what happens with property because they are awful with it. You don't believe me? What's that new intersection everybody's worried about? The one on Blue Jay, the one where all the accidents are happening? That's what happens when the government gets involved. They make a mess of it. So I'm not trying to shame anybody that wants, you know, that doesn't want a Dollar General to be put in place. I don't really care to see one either. But if you don't want one, buy up the land. If you don't want a housing development, buy up the land. Can't afford it? Hey, I can't either. That stinks. Sometimes that's just the way it is. And I hear I hear you. I empathize. You may feel that it is destroying your community. So what are you going to do about it? Write to your your county commissioner? Write to the newspaper? No, take action. The second topic that I want to bring up this week is the federal budget proposed by the Biden administration. It comes in at a whopping $5.8 trillion. This is the largest budget ever proposed by quite a large margin. And along with this budget is also attached the largest proposed tax hike in American history. I guess you could say maybe the second largest, right? The first largest would have been when we went from 0% tax rate to 100% in 1916. But okay, since 1917, this is the largest proposed tax rate in American history. Have an insanely large budget and an insanely large tax hike. Now, this is one of those cases where I think we're seeing a ask for a mile you know, and hope you get an inch, right? You're going to ask for so much and hope that you get maybe half of it. You're hoping that everybody else is going to give up just a foot and you'll take it. This is politics. This is the way human nature is for a lot of people. Well, I know if I ask for $100 when I only need $80, I might be able to get 
closer to that $80. Somebody might be able to even give me $100, and then I got $20 extra, right? This is human nature. Sadly, though, it's played at the expense of the dollars in your bank account. The dollars in your pocket are being wasted yet again by the federal government. And, you know, this is a proposed budget. So he's asking for nearly $6 trillion, and he'll be happy if he gets four. He'll be pleased if he gets four, because that's his goal. That's the goal of all these clowns. Well, I asked for six, but I got four. That's good. That's a good thing. He'll run on that in the fall. The troubling thing, though, that we've seen, too, with these budgets these last couple few years, alongside with these budgets increasing, of course, as we've talked about before on this show, is the amount of money being printed. Why does it have to be $6 trillion? Why the big jump from the last proposed budget? Well, because money is worth a lot less these days. We've talked about inflation on this show. We've seen almost a 10% inflation rate over the last 12 months. Nearly 10%. That $10 you had 12 months ago is worth about 9 So now you're going to have to have more dollars to make up that shortfall. Now, we still have to see what will get sent you know, to the House and Congress and all that and see what they do with it and butcher it and chop it up and make sure that they all get their pet projects in and that everybody's happy because that's what this is all about, making sure every politician in their jurisdiction is happy. Because just think about how many politicians you can buy, how many votes you can buy with nearly $6 trillion. And hey, he's not the first one to try it because in 2020, El Presidente Trump there was sending $1,400, $1,200 checks to everybody's house. Not the first to try it, won't be the last. But it should be noted that this is an insane amount of money that's requested for the budget, right? It, will, it should get kind of slashed some, I would think. But we have to just think, you know, 10 years ago, it was a $3 trillion budget, and that was considered a lot. $3 trillion, oh my gosh, and you still have a $500 billion deficit every year. That's another thing. This, this budget is just going to increase the deficit and the debt even more. Now, he says it's going to be deficit neutral. We know it won't. We know it won't be deficit neutral. They never are deficit neutral. The last quote-unquote deficit-neutral budget is was during, rather, the Clinton administration with the Republican-controlled House when they stole money from the Social Security Trust Fund and put IOUs in there. Okay, they technically did not put IOUs in there. They put bonds in there. Bonds that earn less than inflation. Balanced the budget by stealing money from future generations. That's why, you know, my generation... I, my friends, you know, we're millennials. We're not going to see Social Security. Or if we do, it's going to be at either a decreased rate or the government is going to have to print money to fill in the shortfall. They may come up with some other creative way to, you know, subsidize seniors in the future. But right now, those are the options that are kind of on the table. It is just important to keep note that the people that surrounded themselves with a fence, they fenced themselves off 
from us, from the American people. They put a fence around themselves. That's how out of touch they are with the American people. Right? They put this fence around themselves and now they want to spend the most money that's ever been spent. They want to spend nearly $6 trillion. So how are they going to make up the shortfall? Well, they're either going to have to borrow it or print it. Neither, neither is a good option. Both of those plans harm the American people in one way or the other. It shows you know, you and me, what they think of us, what they truly think of us. They don't care about our well-being. They'll tell you they do. Oh, look at how much money we're spending on you. At what cost? At what cost? It's going to be the largest defense spending budget ever. And we know none of it's about defense anymore. It's all about murdering people overseas, many of them children, This is what your federal budget gets you. You have to understand that. that the most effective thing, the, the thing that the federal government is most effective at is murdering people. Now, yeah, all your you know, $5.8 trillion won't be solely to murdering people, just, a, just the biggest portion of it. Just the biggest portion of the $5.8 trillion will be focused on murdering people. Because like, like I said, it's not about defense. It hasn't been a defense budget in a long time. We just It's just called that to make everybody feel just a little bit better. But of course, I never want to end on a bad note. I try to leave you with some, some insight, some, 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 something that's going to you know, make you feel a little bit better or maybe laugh a bit. So don't forget that tax season is right here right now and that taxation is theft. But as some form of a cruel joke... For those who don't know, the Revolutionary War pretty much started on tax day. That was the day that the British sent down the order to go confiscate arms from Lexington or Concord, whichever it was. And then fighting broke out in both places. And as a cruel joke, it seems, they decided to put tax day on April 15th. Essentially the start, the anniversary of the start of the Revolutionary War. But Leo, you may say, you just said you were going to leave us with something that was going to lift our spirits. Something that was going to maybe make us laugh a little bit. Leo, where is that laughter? Where is that uplifting spiritual talk you were talking about just a moment ago? Well, I just told you. It was the anniversary of the revolution. And before I sign off here, guys, I want to remind you about the affiliate program that I am a part of. So if you go to coffeebreakliberty.com in the upper portion of the page next to the store tab, there is the affiliate tab. And I want you to go check it out. I am affiliated with Bluehost. Bluehost is the hosting company that hosts this website and podcast. And if you use my special link to host your website through Bluehost, you're going to not only get a discounted rate, with a really good hosting company. I have had no issues with Bluehost. They are amazing. They host my content. They host the content of Tom Woods. But when you use my special link and start your website with Bluehost, you are also going to get free publicity on my website, the podcast, the Instagram, the Facebook, all the social medias. You are going to reach thousands of people with your new website if you use my special link in the affiliate tab with Bluehost. 
So like I say, go to coffeebreakliberty.com, check out that affiliate tab, and then get yourself that website that we should all have. Also a reminder that we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We're everywhere. So it makes it easier for you to subscribe and share this show with a friend. And that's what I want you all to do. I want you to subscribe and share this show with a friend. The more people that listen, the bigger this show gets, the more content that will come out. I assure you. I assure you that. So go check those out. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe. If you don't have or use any of those, don't worry. I'm still posting these on the website. But a lot of people, you know, they use Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. And that's, you know, that's a really convenient way for you guys to listen to the show. And one final reminder, final reminder. Again, the Libertarian Party of Effingham County is going to have a booth at the Rinkin Spring Fair these next two weekends. So come check us out. Talk to us about libertarian philosophy and what we want to see happen in the county and what you want to see happen in the county too. We want to talk to you guys as well. So please come on down to the Rinkin Spring Fair and check us out. But until next time, guys, take care.